0: Blackout Loud Media Group. Welcome back to another episode of the Brown Sugar Cafe podcast, the place where poetry meets conversation. I'm your host, Terrence P. Elmore. And before we get into today's topic, make sure you hit that plus sign so you don't miss an episode. Also, please subscribe to my blog, thebrownsugarcafe.blog, and if you find any value in this episode or any other episodes, make sure you leave a heartfelt review. So with that being said, let's get to it. What's up, everybody? We're back with another episode, and today I have a special guest. Trenice Elmore of Your World on Film. Trenice, how are I you? I am
1: wonderful. How are you?
0: I am doing great. Thank you for coming on. For those of y'all who do not know, Trenice is my sister, and she is a world-renowned wow. photographer yeah. and videographer.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> You're welcome. I wanted to have you on today to talk about your journey as a photographer videographer and also an entrepreneur
1: okay well <clears throat> my name is tranice i am Terrence's little sister and i am a creative i own your world on film where I help families and brands tell their story authentically and creatively through strategic storytelling. Um, so a lot of that looks like branding, photos and videos for uh, businesses, and family portraits, uh, family documentaries, also just fun content creation for those who, who just need help telling their story visually.
0: Now, I- I'm gonna go ahead and dive into this as we're talking about branding. Okay. I see a lot of people hire videographers to shoot films and to shoot, I guess what's supposed to be branding, but there isn't any real storytelling when I see these videos, just a bunch of people just standing around doing whatever. Mm -hmm. How important is it when it comes to branding to have a story being told?
1: Uh, It's very important. I think a lot of people don't understand there's a difference between being a brand and then having a business so you can have a business and sell items or sell a service but your brand comes in when you create a personality when you create a vibe that people can expect when they uh, whether they come to your website or they come to your place or your space of work um whether it be a storefront or if you have a spa so as a business owner you're going to have to identify if you are a brand first And then what story Mm. are you trying to send or tell about yourself? And what message are you sending to your potential customers or client? So it's very important if you don't have, so you can just, if you don't have a complete understanding of what you're doing, you're just going to just have a whole bunch of pictures and video of just things that are, that can't tell your story. But when you understand what you're doing, you're able to partner with a creative. So you create, individual items i.e video or photos to help you tell your story and push the messages within
0: wow okay that yeah that makes a lot of sense i think that really gets lost like the storytelling aspect because right now content is king and everybody's just trying to push out content and they're not really thinking about the storytelling aspect when it comes to content they just want to put videos out. And of course, that works if you're, you know, on TikTok or Instagram or something like that. But if you're an actual uh, brand or business, as you said, it's important to have storytelling. It lets people know why they should spend their money right. with you, right? Because stories really reach people. And if people can relate to your story or even if they can't relate directly, if they feel something in your story, if they don't spend their money with you they're more than likely to tell somebody else who this can benefit right. I, agree. I feel i agree so how did you get started with videography
1: well i actually got started with videography um uh, <clears throat> well if we want to rewind back to childhood years
0: <laughs> let's I, do it let's rewind
1: <laughs> um, as my brother can tell you i've always been fascinated with pictures so I was always yes. the one in the family That had the disposable camera And I think it was this a game true. changer When I when when my um when I got the audio recorder And I could play back sound I was just like wow <laughs> Yes I remember
0: that <laughs> You would re- record everything
1: Yes, So I would record everything and I'm really upset that I cannot <laughs> find that recorder But I remember I used to have that <laughs> recorder I used to record everything And then it was just exciting to just play it back and to hear you know what was recorded and also just fast forward to high school I was always the girl with the camera and I still have pictures of everybody in high school
0: me too um, and,
1: and so it was just very important to me taking pictures were very was very important to me like just memories I was always big on just right. making memories. Um, And then in high school at the church I was attending, I learned how to edit video. And then that's when I was just like, oh, this is cooler. (laughs) Even though I love photos, but video, you can actually relive the moment. So when you have a picture, you can kind of like, you know, reminisce like, wow, you know, I remember this and this happened. When you take an actual video clip, you can play back the emotion, the feeling, and it's just like a perfect way to, uh, what is that, have a keepsake as a memory. <laughs> so from there, you know, I just was very intentional about how I should just go about making it something I could do. At the time, I just thought it would be a hobby. I remember, I'll never forget this, thatcher Brown, who is also a photographer and a makeup artist, she had me drop off a lens she borrowed from another photographer. Okay. And that was Kim Craven. And when I went to Kim Craven's house and I asked her what she did, she was just like, oh, I, I'm a photographer. And I was like, that's all you do? And she was like, yes. <laughs> and um, <laughs> she was looking at me funny and I'm looking at her funny. Like, that's all you wow. do? You got a house? Like, you, you're you living a life off, off of photography? And, um, right. and she was like, yeah. And she was just going in and to explain. I don't think it was that first setting, but I know in between the first and second setting of me meeting her, she explained like the different um, avenues. Like even though she was a photographer, companies would hire her to edit things, or uh, they would just uh, hire for edit, edit hire hire her. Excuse me to edit photos that they may have already had done and like retouched. So that opened my eyes to. There's so many opportunities for me to thrive in this realm. So
0: yeah.
1: uh, I remember, I want to say to 2015, I mean, it was 2014. I was working at Wet Seal. That was my last uh, retail.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember those Wet, wet Seal yeah. days. I'd come home and could stop by and visit right. you <laughs> while you were working.
1: So I was a I was a manager and I was actually like um, an active I think that's what you call it an active manager the the manager who was the real manager was out for several months and they had me in her place because i was originally the assistant manager but they had me just running around managing a store in myrtle beach with uh west ashley and then i was just tired and
0: right, they were yeah.
1: selling me this dream and Pretty much just had me as a placeholder to just fill uh, until they filled the position, and so, right, uh, they came in and told me I didn't get the you know the official manager job, and then that's when I was yeah, like, I you know that. what, I'm gonna put in my two weeks. I had no plans, <laughs> no plans <laughs> at all, and I just was like, I'm not doing this anymore. So I put in my two weeks. I had no clue what I was gonna do as far as like how I was gonna run this business, but. God provided because after that two weeks um, was done I I began to get jobs lined up for my photography and I've been rolling ever since
0: yeah I want to give you how the old folks say give you your flowers while you're here I really commend you because growing up to taking pictures (laughs) and recording I never got that camcorder that I wanted (laughs) but those sort of things were important to me like I wanted to be like in journalism i wanted to be like a reporter and also take the pictures and things like that too along with a lot of other things and now as an adult i realized that being a creative you can have these different ideas and different things you want to mm-hmm. do but growing up we're taught that you have to stick with just one thing and that's it mm-hmm. but i never really pursued photography you know i want to do it now and you're a great I'm top want to do I it had. yep oh thank you thank you <laughs> because that's always been something i've been interested in is like photography and videography i even tried to sign up for the broadcast um classes in high school i always got denied oh i got
1: denied for whatever
0: reason so i never had an opportunity to do that but you know now here with a podcast i thought about this the other day i'm like i am in journalism yes you are and so just have to you know get this uh this camera and start taking pictures i Mm -hmm. mean got my social media pages and i do editing i edit for my um my content and things like that especially with my my barbecue pages i'm editing and things like that and it's fun i mean that's a part of the creative process but i commend you for sticking with it not only did you stick with it you turned it into a business like this is your business you're a full-time entrepreneur yes so yeah that's that's super dope anybody who can do that work for themselves Hey, hats off to you. So as an entrepreneur and you talked about what catapulted you into going full time with your photography. I'm sure there was a time when you were afraid, even maybe in that moment. But what did you do and how did you keep focus and say I did make the right decision?
1: That's a very good question. I feel like. I didn't know I made the right decision until I had my son. Shout out to Pays. <laughs> yeah, shout um, out
0: to Pace.
1: So after I had him, I was contemplating on maybe I should go back, you know, to working on somebody's job, as the people would say. <laughs> yeah. um, but I also want to shout out Andre Brown. I didn't even know this guy. But I was about, I want to say, maybe pays was like six months and I found out about his workshop and well, how about, how about let's rewind to after I launched this business. So I launched th- okay. this business very risque, I would say <laughs> like risque. no no planning no nothing I just knew I just knew this is what God told me to do but at the same time I did not get the instructions on how to go about it I spent a bulk of of my years all over the place so it was like I was uh, the first few years I was working gig from gig to gig check to check and of course you know sometimes that's kind of cool when you're single and you're, you're you know traveling and all that stuff that is that's kind of cool when you just wandering aimless. one person
0: to worry about (laughs) yeah yeah one person to worry about you can do a whole lot
1: (laughs) so fast forward to now i have a whole person to worry about me and somebody else i was like wow maybe i i probably need to go on somebody's job but andre brown i don't even know this guy i think i met i didn't at the time i didn't know him but we ended up facebook friends and he is a photographer, Andre Brown Photography. Um, he's a okay. a magnificent photographer, might I add. But he was having a workshop, his very first Embrace workshop. And it was in Atlanta. And he asked, um, I saw it and then, I don't know, I think he asked if I was interested in coming. But then I told him, you know, I wasn't sure because even though I still was making money, with the business but it wasn't enough and that and i was also living with my living with the parents so it was like i just didn't want to be spending money and not knowing when i was going to work again and so but i didn't tell him all of that but i just told him i'm not sure if i'm gonna make it (laughs) (laughs) Um, true but so one so but i shared his workshop i i was just like shoot somebody need to see this
0: (laughs) yeah but anyways
1: Out of the blue, he was like, hey, I want to give you a scholarship to my workshop. And I was like, what?
0: Oh, wow. Um, yeah.
1: This, And mind you, he, knows, he doesn't know me. He does not know me. And so I go to this workshop and it changed the whole trajectory. What, what did the people say? The trajectory of my path. <laughs> it was changed <laughs> because he really broke down just like the business aspect of the business. So I can just be free in the creative part, but I really needed right. to focus on the business. So, and I like to tell people like, I have a creative business, but a lot of us don't know how to do business. We are just creatives who do not know how to run business. Yeah. And that's what I was, that's, that's what I true. was doing. I was a creative who had no idea how to run a business, but attending the embrace workshop in 2018, changed my life and literally i want to say the first two weeks out of that going to that workshop i was able to secure my first wedding for five thousand dollars because before it was like a little lower than that I yeah. was charging weddings yeah. for like you know a little, maybe two. I've, my first wedding ever was like $250, 250 Then I boosted it up. This, of course because
0: right. you yeah of course because you're, you're, <laughs> you're just starting off and you don't want to hit people right. in the head until you kind of get you. Because I see some, some prices and some people charging for wedding photography and videography and I'm just looking at the quality of work mm-hmm. after and I'm just like what How? Right. How, do you, how can you say that this was worth that?
1: yeah it's a lot of that going around but you know that's for another
0: (laughs) (laughs) we don't we don't have enough time for that (laughs) Uh,
1: but yes he really helped me just add value add more value to my business and that right there kept me going because at the same time i i wanted to build like even though I, I didn't see it I still at that time Still wanted your world on film To be a studio So now I can actually see right. your world on film Having a studio now because now I understood the business part Because before being that I had No idea of what it actually Took to run right. the business Like I could I would get discouraged About well I probably might have A studio one day or I, I Probably I don't know <laughs> But <Huh. laughs> Now that I was actually, um, you know, like writing the vision, making it plain, writing the numbers down, plain, what I yeah. need to make, like what I need to be focusing on to actually run the business. Now I can be like, oh, okay. Cause this, the studio going to be just like this. <laughs> so wow, that yeah. what made, that what, that is what made me keep going. And then of course, being an example for my son to see that this is possible
0: yeah that's very important I, and i think workshops enough people don't think about or take the time to go to workshops they think that they're already in their craft and they've been doing it for x amount of years and they don't think that they could find value in a workshop but there's always value in workshops there's always new things you can learn there are always things you know i found going to workshops that i've learned more things even enhance some things like you said that you already mm-hmm. knew so anybody listening i want you to know that please, if you see a workshop in something that you're doing, sign up for right. it. Even if you can't make it, Mike Trini said, or you can't afford it, share it out. Hey, you might be offered a scholarship. You right. never know. And I do appreciate that about you. Like that's, well, I guess because we're siblings, <laughs> but if it's something that I can't make and you tell me about it, about an event, i right. share it because even though I don't make it or I can't make it out, I, I want you to be successful And whatever you do and the fact that you're reaching out to me let me know you're having this event and you want me to come it's like hey you know i can't but i can do this and i think that gets lost sometimes when it comes to creative some people feel like there's this competition thing and if i share yours you know yours whatever it's taken away from Mm -hmm. mine and i've seen you and other photographers and videographers share each other's work like you know how they have those um those posts on facebook looking for a photographer right. and if somebody tags you or whatever and you like i can't make it on that date but did you check so and so he or she might, not, might be available i think that's oh, pretty yeah. good that's pretty dope i mean
1: we are we're all in this together so
0: <laughs> thank you exactly so what has your experience been working in the videography and photography industry uh as a black as a woman? black woman how are you received and was it always that way to begin with?
1: Um, that is a very interesting question. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it is very different in different spaces. So as a black woman, and I also do a lot of freelance with other production companies um, that produce for, you know, like networks, like the uh, food network or HGTV, right so sometimes when you're in that space it's not a lot of me people that look like me in most cases because i'm i use i'm usually holding the camera it's not a lot of women holding the camera so right um, first some men are kind of like wow you know some woman but some men on uh, uh, the other are like, wow, how'd you get this? You know, how'd you hear about this wow. stuff? It's like, wow, yeah. how'd you hear about it?
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Uh, so it's like a hit or miss, but I'm thankful because I don't let that bother me. I just, I love right. the whole ex- experience when it comes to production. So I'm only focused on one goal, and that's for us to just bring a beautiful project to life. And I've met some wonderful people That's it And I've also met some producers You know, who who are men Who are not, who don't look like me But they are very blown away Of how um, humble I am And how just, you know Even though I have run my own business And I don't go in there saying Oh, I run my own business Because most of us that are on set Have our own business Right But I just come in there as a regular person But when they find out what I do they're just shocked that I'm not like you know like flaunting myself or like oh I do this I'm just I'm just here to, I'm just here to shoot you guys so <laughs> so it's like a hit or miss some people are but lately I must say it's, it hasn't been like it used to be and I feel like okay now that I have a resume with some credits on it people see <laughs> you know what I got going on then you know a little right. respect right there but in the beginning it was you know like it was. It, it's almost like you just got to earn your way in. <laughs> so that's true. But it's very interesting being yeah, a true. black woman. In media.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will say that you are are really doing well in oh, your field. You. I mean, just as and you're representing for the women, for the black women, you represent. So you have. Speaking of workshops, you have one coming yes, up I yourself. Do. I'm sorry. Would it be considered a workshop, or is that the proper name I'm for it?
1: it a workshop.
0: You call yeah, okay. it a workshop, okay? It's called, <laughs> yes, it's called. Let's, <laughs> it's called. Let's reel it in. It will be on April first. Yeah, April first. April first. So um, anybody in the Charleston area, this will be published before April first. Yeah, there's so. only
1: three seats available. Um, uh, Whoa, as of today. Let me check.
0: <laughs> as of today, so. Well, hopefully when this uh, episode airs, they'll be gone. Yes, I prayed for a
1: sold-out workshop. (laughs) And it's coming to pass.
0: Wow, that's awesome. I already secured my ticket. Oh, I'm so
1: excited. Yes, so there's three tickets left. Three. And there was seven yesterday. Okay,
0: okay. (laughs) Well i'm gonna have the uh link information in in the show notes (laughs) but um tell me a little bit about about that what was the uh, idea behind creating this workshop and what is what will the workshop be about what can someone expect from a workshop like Uh, this so
1: the workshop is let's reel it in um as a videographer and photographer I'm always I've always been asked if I could do like a class or if I do one-on-ones which in the past um when COVID struck us down you know I did have like virtual editing classes and things like that but I just never made the time for it but this year I am making the time to do you know what the people are requesting of me so (laughs) the one one of them is the workshops, which, um, spoil alert, there will be, from this workshop, there will be my Story Blocks Academy, which will allow you to, you oh. know, spend some one-on-one time with me when it comes to whether you want to learn how to create reels or if you want to get into videography or photography and things like that. But that'll be talked about more at the workshop. But
0: <laughs> of course, you got you, you don't yeah don't give them all. You gotta gotta sign right. up for the workshop, and if you miss this one, there will hey, be more. You Just gotta catch the next one.
1: But this right. one was really um because a lot of people, you know, again, like your content is king, and the main thing yeah. people really want to learn is how to shoot video on your phone, and so yeah, I want to provide that for others because it is something that is very overwhelming for others but i want to be able to simplify that process for them so they can just master what they already have and just create content at ease now of course you want to hire a professional when you get that (laughs) you know to get that polished look for your your company or your project or your campaign but you know sometimes you got to learn how to create content on the go
0: that's true because like you said you make a hit with an opportunity 12 o'clock and they're like hey i need you to do this real quick for me have this up by three you're not going to have time to to contact and hire a professional you may find one in that short amount of time but you all are busy people you have stuff lined up and you know that time may not be available but if you have the basic tools and the basic understanding you can put a little quick video up yourself
1: and a lot of my um clients are like me they're what we consider, I like to say big business owner, but there are small business owners. Oh, they don't have a videographer yes. on payroll or they don't have a photographer on payroll, no, um, or a social media manager on payroll. So it does pay to invest that time to learn how to do some basic techniques on your phone so that you can have what you need. Right. Cause I always preach this documentation is key. You always want to document. And that's a part of capturing memories. <laughs> documenting is key yeah you gotta have proof
0: i um started i think i told you i did tell you i, I started my youtube channel yes. for my barbecue Congratulations. page and so thank you thank you and so i'll be looking more into doing some landscape videos okay, landscape. and things like that well, you should um, get
1: into wrapping them too
0: what's that wrapping like
1: so like uh wrapping your photos and selling them
0: wait a minute <laughs> wrapping my photos yes. and selling them see see <laughs> right there right there wow okay man so like wrap them on 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 something in particular oh, you can or now, i mean
1: just like frame uh, wrapping is just like a uh to simplify it but you can print your photos to be sold so whether you wrap it on a canvas or just get it framed um
0: right see technology see Term, terminology right there. You know, like wrappings. Have,
1: have them in some art galleries.
0: And you know, that's part of the reason what I, my thinking was when I get this camera is I want to do photojournalism, but I want to also have some photography in yeah. galleries, you know, because it's all a part of art. I mean, even when I'm, I'm writing something, I can visually see it. And so i think being able to capture something with a camera and also capture something with your words paint draw all of that stuff is connected mm-hmm. and um i watched the uh, what was it cbs this morning one of those shows and they had the guy um photo dre and when they had his story on there i was like wow that was something that i wanted to do like i wanted to Just take pictures of of people. Walking the streets with a camera. Developing my own film. Like that was a thing I wanted to do. And I'm like. I can still do that. Maybe not so far as to developing my own film. Possibly. But I can still do that. And so I really. Wow. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So um, Anyway. Back to the barbecue. (laughs) Back back to the barbecue. So you know. I'm going to be. You know doing more videos and and doing more editing um i've got to dabble into some editing with my reels and things like that and transitions and it's been a yeah. lot of fun so yeah we'll we'll see we'll see i'm out there now so
1: I'm proud i gotta of you. make it doing happen good job.
0: yeah thank you you know being a part of our black smoke barbecue it's a great group of fellas um they already have their youtube channels dope mm-hmm. dope content I'm just looking like wow okay right okay and
1: now that you're going to come to the class you're going to learn how to create content to drive them to your youtube
0: that is what I need so this is (laughs) going to be great because I got a youtube channel for the brown sugar cafe as well but right now I just throw like a couple of reels Mm -hmm. on there and it really doesn't have any activity so I'm pretty sure this class will help me in both areas because i need to do uptake on my my uh, things you talked about Uh documenting you also do documentaries
1: those are my
0: favorite really good documentaries um that what got you started on doing documentaries and i was going to ask you that if if is if that was your favorite or not but you kind of already answered that question like what got you started and what is the experience like when you're actually filming for these documentaries um, and also how do you get these opportunities?
1: Okay. Well, my first ever documentary was a uh, concrete rose with Walter Brown. Oh yes. Yeah. That was, um, that was actually in 2000, 2007, 16, I believe 2017.
0: I'm not good with dates.
1: It could be 2000. I'll let y'all know in a sec. Um, <laughs> 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 well, however. I've already, that was my first, like, full-length documentary. But I already had a documentary style when I did my uh, client work. Um, it's because I was always fascinated with okay. how this person started in the, their process and where they are now. So I was always fascinated by that. And so that really just drove me to just help businesses tell their story Cause I know for a fact that like right. people want to know you Before they spend a dollar, they got to get to know who you are. But that's true. Before you even think about the money, my big thing was you are a business owner. And the majority of my clients back in the day were black people. I was like, S- you need to, this need to be recorded. Like this needs to be documented that you own this business. Yeah. So when I uh, got, when, Walter reached out to me and asked me if I would do a documentary. First of all, I can't even remember how, I think he said his father's girlfriend referred me. I don't even know how they found me. I don't know how she found me, but his father's girlfriend found me and he wanted me to do his documentary. Um, He had a a very colorful lifestyle growing up in and out of the prison system. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He was fresh out of prison when he uh, met me. and he was working on an album and he, the beautiful thing about this interaction was he listed everything that he wanted to do now that he was out of prison. And he was telling me how he he had an album he was going to release and how uh, there was going to be a show, things like that. And so I got to learn about his past where he was in his um, present and how, you know, God turned his life around and he listed things that he knew he wanted to happen in the future. And to experience that with him and to document all of that, I was like, wow, I want to do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> so wow. I just love learning about people, like stories. And that's how I also found, because I didn't say this in the beginning, but I also blog about my my life experience to help others. But his story was documented in order to help others. He came from a very dark background, and now now he's a light shining his story for others to follow. Right. You know, not yeah. directly have to follow his path, but at least be inspired by his words and what happened in his life. Mm-hmm. And so that is why I love doing documentaries, getting to learn about people. And then I'm able to also pull nuggets from what they experience in life and how they got through certain things
0: see yeah that's why it's important for us to share our stories they help people and even the process look at there even being the filmmaker you can learn something from the experience and it might not even be something that you shoot just conversation and just being in the presence of that person i know it's difficult for a lot of us to share our stories and of course you don't want to tell everybody the most deep intimate parts there are some people who you know you will be able to have that experience with and tell them those things to help them but for the most part you can find things to share with people that help them that's not gonna you know dim your light i say this often we all go through our different struggles and challenges and we've all had our different hurdles and obstacles that we had to face and then people sometimes meet us at the end of those obstacles and think that everything was perfect all our lives but that's far from the truth And more people need to be transparent about that and say, hey, you see me here, but I started off charging two hundred fifty dollars for weddings because I was just fresh out the gate. But now you look at me you're like, wow, wow, wow. Mm -hmm. It's a process. It's a process. And you said you went from, quote unquote, to use your words, being (laughs) all over the place to now having a business structure to now having a workshop. The first of many so (laughs) hey hey (laughs) hey we just can't be afraid to share our story man that's that's really why i wanted another reason why i wanted you on here to share your story to inspire people this is why i started podcasting and started taking on more guests so that people can share their stories and hopefully they can be inspired and understand that they can Mm -hmm. do these things they don't have to be on somebody's job if they have something that God has placed on their heart to do and they have a talent that they could work on, get better at, they can be a full-time entrepreneur. Right. So well, thank, thank you, you for, for coming on. Me. I really appreciate your. T- hey, hey, man, <laughs> no problem. Before uh-huh. I let you get out of here, let people know how they can reach you, how they can contact you. Um, your main quote-unquote hub is in the Charleston area. I do but, travel. <laughs> Are you You do travel I don't know if you travel as much as our homeboy Rodney because he Rodney's all, all over the place <laughs> but whenever whenever I see him do a post and he says I will travel I be willing to say so but yes yes, yes he will he will Rodney's yes, is I believe all over me and, the place
1: I believe <laughs> me and Rodney have the same we, we're probably on the same wave of this travel now he's a little okay, extreme okay. with his travel he likes to go and come back <laughs> the same day but I like to just you know go in do my job rest and come back but it got may it. seem got like it. he's all over the place because he's in and out
0: <laughs> he's i, in I and out. Huh? I, I stay a little hey. while <laughs> got it <laughs> <laughs> well hey you heard it here she <laughs> travels so let the people know how they can contact you how they yes. can follow you um any information yes you want follow
1: give. follow me On Instagram, Your World on Film. Also the same handle for Facebook. Um, You you can visit yourworldonfilm.com. Check out my work. Um, I have a blog, uh, Hey It's Trinice. You can follow me on Instagram at Hey It's Trinice. You can also go, this hasn't been released, but you can also go on www.heyitstrenise.com. Oh, oh. (laughs) Right? <laughs> we
0: got an exclusive folks <laughs> it's
1: just sitting there but I update it occasionally guys I updated with my blog okay and then of course if you would like to freelance or like partner with me on a project you can uh hit me up there and uh yeah that's pretty much it
0: okay well thank you for coming for on and thank you for sharing a little bit you're welcome sharing a little bit of your story um of course i have you on again later but i do appreciate your time thank you to everyone that's listening and as always remember keep pushing forward keep pushing Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brown Sugar Cafe podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Terrence P. Elmore, and this is the place where poetry meets conversation. Hit that follow button and turn on your notifications so you won't miss an episode. Check out my blog, thebrownsugarcafe.blog. Also, connect with me on Instagram at thebrownsugarcafe. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, remember, keep pushing forward.